Suffolk Site News. Suffolk Site News. Hello. Welcome to the Autumn and Winter 2023 edition of Suffolk Site News. I'm Kate and I'm the administrator for Suffolk Site. And I'm going to describe the photographs on the front cover. We have Michael Peake and Wendy at one of the events in Lowestoft, holding, Michael is holding a large parrot. And then we have an event from one of our clubs at the time of the coronation, because everyone is waving a union flag. We have the Mayor of Ipswich talking to Steve Hodgkiss at our event in Ipswich back in June. And we have Kevin, one of our technology advisors, talking to a member in a cafe. And I'm on the front cover too, at one of our Community Action Suffolk Week events, this one at the Hadley Leisure Centre. Supporting you, services. As a beneficiary of Suffolk Site, you will be able to access a wealth of support and information. It's free and you can choose your level of engagement and involvement. Our dedicated and highly skilled team of community workers and technical advisors understand the issues that people face as they live their life with a visual impairment. They have extensive experience and knowledge of the opportunities and choices available to you. The list below highlights some of the areas we can support you with. Daily living and independence, aids and adaptations, low vision, magnification and assistive reading, with referrals to our low vision specialist where appropriate. Financial matters, benefits, grants and concessions. Safety and security in and around the home. Tech solutions, gadget advice and demonstrations. Social opportunities and befriending service. Advice about services that can help you get out and about safely. Children and families support group. Supporting us, legacies. As an independent charity, we rely solely on donations, legacies and non-statutory grants to continue our work helping people in Suffolk with sight loss, maintain independence and live fulfilling lives. If you would like to leave a gift to Suffolk Site in your will, then you can be sure that you'll be contributing to the work of the charity, helping us to reach and support even more people. Volunteering for Suffolk Site. You can make a difference. We welcome the opportunity to involve volunteers in all aspects of our work. We have lots of different roles, from social clubs to social media, fundraising, administration, transport and befriending. There are plenty of ways throughout the organisation that you can help. Contact us and we can tell you about our opportunities and discuss how best we can support each other. Page one, contents. Message from Jeff Staff, Chair of Trustees, page two. Ipswich Equipment and Information Day, page three. A Summer of Fun and Fundraising, page four. Social Club Roundup, page six. A Day in the Life of a Community Worker, page 10. Safi says, be intelligent, page 12. Suffolk Site News 
page 14. Eye conditions explained, glaucoma, page 22. And the image on this page shows members of the Suffolk site team outside Ipswich Town Hall, where we held the first Suffolk site equipment and information day. See page three. Stop press. Two new trustees join the Suffolk site trustee board. Raj Hanspel, consultant ophthalmologist, West Suffolk Hospital and director of New Medica Suffolk, and Gwen Watts, previously a trustee of West Suffolk site, were co-opted at the October trustee meeting. Hello, my name is Jeff Staff, Chair of the Trustees. Looking to the future, I write this just a few days after Suffolk Site's third annual general meeting. This was attended by my fellow trustees, members of staff and representatives of our clubs from across the county. I reported that the charity's finances were in good shape, enabling us to feel confident about our future in the short to medium term. However, bearing in mind the challenges facing us as a result of the continuing cost of living crisis, I and my fellow directors felt it was a priority to concentrate our efforts on ways to ensure our continuance to offer the services we provide to our beneficiaries. The result of our discussions was the creation of a sustainability plan, which began as an exercise in developing a strategy for the charity that has enabled us to identify our key aims, objectives and opportunities. All that we do, whether it be an appointment of new personnel or targeted fundraising, relates back to the key strategic aims of the plan, the most important of which is to continue to deliver the much needed support that our existing and new members will require now and in the future. We also thanked all the members of the Suffolk Site team including the many volunteers for their enthusiasm, dynamism and care that they show in all they do. The positive results of this engagement can be seen in the many responses we receive from our members, thanking us for the changing their lives for the better. The articles in this edition of the newsletter are a further testament to all that the charity stands for, and they provide tangible evidence of the way we continue to engage with and support our members. So the resounding message to be taken from the AGM amounts to two words, but possibly the most powerful two words the trustees could say, which are thank you to all those that support Suffolk Site. Page three, Equipment and Information Day. In June, we hosted our first Equipment and Information Day as Suffolk Site. The council chamber at Ipswich Town Hall provided a very prestigious setting for the event. We were joined by some of the UK's leading tech suppliers, Optelec, Associated Optical, Cobalt Systems, Humanware, Professional Vision Services and VisionAid. Advice and support were also available from Sensing Change, Blind Veterans, Macula Society, Suffolk Guide Dog and VI Forum, Aspect Living Meals on Wheels and Sound on Talking Newspaper. More than 120 people came along during the course of the day, which was fantastic. The suppliers and charities were delighted with the interest shown from everyone. We had lots of one-to-one -one conversations giving general support and our tech advisors were kept very busy. The worshipful mayor of Ipswich, Councillor Lynn Mortimer, spent some time talking to all of the exhibitors and found the event very informative. Special thanks to our team and volunteers who made the day run smoothly.
Details about our 2024 Equipment and Information Day will feature in our next newsletter. Watch this space. And we have two photographs on this page, both of them showing exhibitors and Lynn Mortimer talking with our Vice Chair, Steve Hodgkiss. Page four, a summer of fun and fundraising. As we mentioned in our last newsletter, we had a number of outreach events planned for the summer months. It was lovely to get out and meet lots of people and raise funds for Suffolk Site at the same time. The annual Cars on the Green event at Bardwell is always a great day out. Lots of people came over to chat to us and have a go on our tombola. We raised £130 in total, thanks to the generosity of everyone there. Our teddy tombola at the Lowestoft Lions Family Fun Day proved very popular. Special thanks to Michael Peake, one of our trustees, for collecting all the cuddly toys for many weeks before the main event. Suffolk Site were again chosen to be one of the nominated charities to receive funds from the East Anglian Beer and Cider Festival, held again in St Edmundsbury Cathedral for six days in August. Amanda Eaves, Jeff, Meg and Dan Staff were among those who put in the hours serving beer and cider to what turned out to be the largest attendance to the festival in its history, over 6,000 attendees. We wait to see how those hours turn into cash. In October, nine teams went head-to-head -head at our quiz night at Stowe Upland Village Hall. Special thanks to Mark Dye, Sports and Social Club Manager, for allowing us to host the event free of charge. We raised £270, which will go towards our Emotional Support Counselling Service. As we now approach the festive season, our next event will be the Stowmarket Christmas Fair on Sunday the 26th of November. Come along and meet the team, enjoy the entertainment and browse a variety of craft and charity stalls. Save the date for 2024. Join us on Saturday the 10th of February for a night of music and dancing with the very talented C'est La Vie. Enjoy music from the 50s, 60s and 70s. 7.30 till 11pm at Stowe Upland Village Hall, 3 Church Road, Stowe Upland, IP 14 4BG. Tickets are £5 per person. There will be a bar and raffle with all the proceeds going to Suffolk site. To book your tickets, call Amanda on 07517 328 264 or book online at trybooking.co.uk slash CSWO. And the images on these pages show Michael along with Wendy, Amanda and the lion's mascot, Meg serving at one of the bars at the beer festival. And there are two photos of teams at the October quiz night pondering over their answers. And we've also got an image of the tickets that we'll be selling for our Sailor V event next February. Page six, Social Club Roundup. The Suffolk Site Juniors having fun with Egyptian artifacts, Sugar the Pony and Nelly. The Suffolk Site Juniors group meets on the first Saturday of every month at Red Gables, Ipswich Road, Stowmarket, IP 14 1BE. 
from 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. The group provides a meeting place for school-aged children with a visual impairment and their families to come along and chat, share information and have fun together. The group has been very busy over the summer months. In July, the children enjoyed a visit to Christchurch Mansion, where everyone was made very welcome by the team there. The morning started with a talk on the history of the house, followed by a visit to the Wolsey Gallery, where there were QR codes on some of the artworks, as well as Braille books describing the pictures in great detail. Whilst walking around, the children were greeted by a lady in period dress and were able to feel the shape and fabric of her costume. Finally, there was a handling session where replica Egyptian artefacts were passed around and described. Everyone really enjoyed the visit and have requested that we could maybe go back again next year. In September, the group had a visit from Sugar the Pony and enjoyed grooming her and feeding her carrots. We were also joined by guide dog in training, Nellie. Both Sugar and Nellie were absolute stars and thoroughly enjoyed all the fuss and attention they got. And we have two photographs here, one showing some of the Suffolk site juniors enjoying meeting Sugar the Pony and also a couple of Nellie, the guide dog in training and her handler. For more information on the Suffolk site juniors, please contact Amanda Eaves on 01284 748800 or email a.eves at Suffolksite.org.uk and Amanda's surname is spelt E-A-V-E-S. If you or somebody you know would like to make a difference by volunteering, please get in touch by calling either 01284 748800 or 01473611011. And we can tell you about our opportunities for you to help others. Ipswich. Our new Ipswich Social Club opened on Thursday the 7th of September and we were overwhelmed by the attendance. It was lovely to hear everyone chatting over coffee and cake and having a much needed catch up. In future, the club will meet on the first Thursday of the month between 10.30am and 12.30pm at the Key Café 15 St Margaret Street, Ipswich, IP42BB. The location is ideal as it has a large car park at the back of the venue and for those travelling by public transport, it is a short walk from Tower Ramparts bus station. A huge thanks to the Key Cafe for hosting the event and providing delicious refreshments. And we have a photograph here showing the Ipswich Club at the Key Cafe. Berry VIPs. Please note that the location for the Berry VIPs Club is changing. They will now meet at Berry St Edmunds Library, St Andrews Street North, IP 33 1TZ, on the fourth Tuesday of the month from 11am to 1pm. And we have a photograph here of the Berry Vips listening to Sue Drew from the Macular Society. Haverhill Baps. Our membership numbers continue to be strong and events are put on throughout the year. In June, we held a picnic at the Cricket Club, a 
and in the months leading up to Christmas, we are to be entertained by Brian and Pauline, two of our volunteers, the Barnardiston School Choir and musicians. Our Christmas lunch will be held on the 13th of December. And the photograph here shows members of Haverhill Baps enjoying a picnic in June. Felixstowe. We had a fantastic afternoon of entertainment from Bob Whiting at our Felixstowe Social Club in September. Bob sang a variety of well-known songs and got everyone clapping and tapping their feet. The club have a range of activities planned and are keen to welcome new members who would love the chance to meet in an informal, friendly space. The Felixstowe Club meets on the third Thursday of the month, 2 till 4pm at the Felixstowe Trades and Labour Club, High Road West, Felixstowe, IP 11 9BB. We could not run our clubs without our wonderful volunteers, and at the moment we are in particular need of more volunteer drivers. If you or someone you know has some time to spare, please do get in touch. For more information about our social clubs, please call 01473 611 or email info at suffolksite.org.uk. And we have another photograph here showing members of the Felixstowe Club enjoying the music of Bob Whiting. Page 10. A day in the life of a community worker. We are proud to be able to offer our services directly to you in the comfort and familiarity of your own home. When you become a member of Suffolk Site, you will be assigned to one of our community workers who will carry out an initial assessment to establish how we can best help you. Our team are dedicated and highly skilled and understand the issues that people face as they live their life with a visual impairment. They have extensive experience and knowledge of the opportunities and choices available to you and can offer tailored, personalised advice and support. Whilst no two days are the same, we asked Jenny, one of our community workers, to give us an insight into her role and a typical first visit to a beneficiary. My name is Jenny and I cover Beckles, Southwold, Halesworth and all of Lowestoft. My referrals come from the ECLO, the Eye Clinic Liaison Officer at the James Paget Hospital, sensing change or from people contacting us directly. Once I receive a referral, I contact that person by telephone to arrange a visit. There will sometimes be a little bit of a wait, but we try to arrange a triage call in the meantime as we don't want people to feel they have been forgotten about. On my first visit, I go through an initial assessment that flags up any areas of concern. For example, a lighting assessment, mobility training, kitchen assessments. Then I would refer to the appropriate agencies for the beneficiary to get the right help. We know that living with sight loss or a visual impairment can sometimes be a lonely experience and you can feel detached and remote from the rest of the world. So my next question would be to ask if they would like to get involved with our social clubs or if they would like to speak to someone on a regular basis through our befriending service. I carry a small amount of equipment with me so I can demonstrate magnifiers and talking clocks, etc. If someone was struggling with technology, we have our own technology advisors and our specialist magnifier assessment team who can also offer support. 
getting signed up to the local talking newspaper and offering help with attendance allowance forms is also on my checklist. On my return from the appointment, I log the assessment on the database for future reference and arrange a follow-up visit as necessary. And that's from Jenny Strack, a community worker. And there is a photograph of Jenny here as well. Welcome to Elaine. We are delighted to welcome Elaine to our team of community workers. Elaine will cover the West Suffolk area. And there is a photograph of Elaine as well on this page. My name is Elaine and I joined Suffolk site three weeks ago. I completed week one and returned for week two, so I must have enjoyed it. Everyone has been so welcoming and quickly made me feel at home. Starting as a community worker is an exciting challenge and I'm looking forward to working for a disability specific charity. I'm hoping that my previous work experience in the third sector, helping people to resolve life's problems and improve their overall well-being will stand me in good stead for assisting the beneficiaries of Suffolk Site. Page 12. Safi says, be intelligent. Artificial intelligence, or AI, is all around us and has existed for longer than you probably realise. Simply put, AI refers to a device or software that displays a level of independent intelligence similar to that of humans, which involves learning, adaptation and decision making. Among the many beneficiaries of AI technology, the visually impaired community stands out as a group that has witnessed remarkable improvements in their daily lives. Through innovative applications, AI is breaking down barriers, enhancing accessibility and providing new opportunities for blind and visually impaired people. Be My AI One iPhone app that has recently started to harness a currently popular form of AI called ChatGPT is Be My Eyes. As well as connecting users to a slew of volunteers ready to help with visual tasks via the phone's camera, the new Be My AI feature uses AI to analyse photos on your phone, taken directly from within the app or from the phone's photo library, to provide a detailed description using human-like language. What's more, the feature is also able to answer follow-up questions about the photo, allowing the user to really dig deep into the information that is desired. Braille translation. AI technology has also significantly improved the accessibility of printed material for blind and visually impaired people. AI-powered Braille translation software can quickly convert digital text into Braille, making books, documents and even websites accessible to those who read Braille. This innovation has opened up a world of literature and information to visually impaired people. Employment opportunities. AI is also playing a significant role in increasing employment opportunities for visually impaired people. Machine learning algorithms can help match job seekers with disabilities to suitable job openings based on their skills and abilities. Additionally, AI-powered workplace tools, such as screen readers and voice assistants, enable blind individuals to perform a wide range of tasks, from data analysis to customer support. Please get in touch with our technology advisors to find out more. 
email info at suffolksite.org.uk or call 01473 And we have three photographs for this section. We have a photograph of Safi the guide dog, an integral part of our tech team. We have the opening screen of the Be My Eyes app. And the final image shows the dot pad from Springwise, which is one example of AI technology that uses pins to make images come to life for Braille readers. Page 14, Volunteer News. Volunteer Thank You event. We were delighted to welcome so many of our volunteers to our thank you event in July. The event took place at Stowe Upland Village Hall, which was beautifully decorated with bunting and flowers. Everyone enjoyed sandwiches, cakes and scones with jam and cream, whilst listening to the superb entertainment provided by Pauline and Brian. We really couldn't provide our services without our wonderful volunteers, so this event is our opportunity to show our appreciation. Everyone received a volunteer award certificate and a key with the words, you are that key to our success. A special mention must also go to John, who provided the specially designed Suffolk site cake, and to Andrew Doherty, the store manager at Tesco Stowmarket, for providing the scones and sweet treats. And the photographs on this page show all of the volunteers and staff sat around the village hall uh, enjoying their refreshments. And there's also another photograph showing the table covered with cakes and scones and sandwiches. And finally, the photograph of the cake with our logo on it. Suffolk Community Champions Exceptional Volunteer Award. This year's Volunteers Week gave us the opportunity to thank our volunteers. And sometimes we have the chance to go one step further and nominate them for an award. The Jockey Club at Newmarket recently held an event to celebrate volunteers and were looking for community champions. We nominated Trisha, as she has always given above and beyond what has been asked of her as a volunteer. As one of our members, she got in touch to ask how she could help us and signed up to assist with admin tasks in our Bury St Edmunds office back in 2017. Since then, Tricia became a valued member of our trustee board in addition to her weekly session in the office. In 2019, Tricia was instrumental in setting up an emotional support service that we hoped to pilot as a project in 2020. The COVID-19 pandemic prevented the planned support group from going ahead. However, Tricia and the emotional support team recognised the value of adapting this project and redesigned it as a telephone counselling project. Tricia coordinates all of the referrals, appointments and associated paperwork, as well as monitoring the funding and pulling the whole thing together. Subsequently, this project has become an established part of our service provision to members who need that extra support. To enable Tricia to do all this, she stepped down as a trustee, but now also coordinates our low vision therapy service. Tricia also took the lead in driving our newsletter team for the past few years. As if this all wasn't enough, 
Trisha is a vital part of the Haverhill Blind and Partially Sighted Social Club team that provides monthly sessions for our members in Haverhill. We're delighted to say that Trisha won the award and enjoyed a day at the races. The Jockey Club also donated £1,000, which was fantastic. Well done, Trisha, and thank you for your continued hard work and dedication to Suffolk Sight. Suffolk Sight, looking ahead, emotional support. It has been a successful six months for the team. The service is now fully established, which enables us to offer support to our beneficiaries who are struggling to deal with the emotional impact of living with sight loss, with one-to-one telephone counselling. The results have been outstanding and there has been a lot of positive feedback. We would like to express our sincere thank you for the kind donations and funding grants we have received to continue this ever-growing and in-demand service. With thanks to David and Jill Simpson Fund, the local Freemasons donation, the Community Champions Volunteer Winners Cheque, which was donated by our very own coordinator, Tricia, and Suffolk Site fundraising events. Without the support of donations and funding grants, we would not be able to continue to support our Suffolk Site beneficiaries. Thank you on behalf of the Looking Ahead team. Charity of Choice. We have been extremely fortunate to receive the support of two local organisations who have chosen to fundraise for Suffolk Site during 2023. The Ipswich Unitarians are based in the beautiful meeting house in Friars Street. After hearing that one of their members had received help from our community workers, they invited us along to a Sunday morning service as they were keen to find out about our work. In August, they held a special fundraising evening with talks from Tim and Rachel Pennick from Sound On, the Ipswich and District Talking Newspaper, and also Dr Adam Wybray from LibriVox Audiobooks. More events are planned for the end of the year. We're delighted that St Edmunds Hospital in Bury St Edmunds have also decided to support Suffolk Site this year. Back in January, they answered our call on social media and found a space in their reception area for one of our fundraising bookcases. To continue their fundraising efforts, in June they held a craft fair in their car park. The tombola and cake stalls proved extremely popular. All donations were very gratefully accepted and the event raised an incredible £653, which will be match-funded by the hospital. As a small independent charity, we do not receive any government funding, so we are completely reliant on our wonderful supporters. If you would like to hold a fundraising event or could offer a similar location for one of our bookcases, please do get in touch. Email us at info at suffolksite.org.uk or call 01473 There is a photograph with this article showing the Ipswich Unitarians meeting in the meeting house. We're delighted to be part of the Co-op Local Community Fund. We are raising funds for our telephone counselling service, which was set up to offer professional counselling to people struggling to come to terms with losing their sight. When members buy selected co-op branded products and services, 
the co-op will give local causes a helping hand. We will, will receive two pence for every pound spent on selected products. Call the National Co-op on 0800 0686 727 to find out how you can use your co-op membership or become a new member and choose Suffolk site to benefit when you shop. Page 18. Sports and activities. Introducing Boccia. Boccia England, in conjunction with British Blind Sport, have launched a new educational resource dedicated to Boccia for people with a visual impairment. The project aims to raise awareness, engage with blind and partially sighted players, and support organisations with equipment and coaching. Boccia is the most accessible sport there is. It's a mind game of strategic throws and tactics, all played from a seated position. Agnieszka, our social club and volunteer coordinator, and Emil, one of our fantastic volunteers, have completed the Boccia Leaders course, and they will be introducing Boccia to our social clubs over the coming months. These sessions will be fun, active, safe, engaging and meaningful, and most of all, they are absolutely for everyone. You don't need experience to play. We will provide everything you need. The basic rules. You have two teams. The target is a white ball called a jack. The goal is to get your own balls, either red or blue, as close as possible to the jack. The side with the closest ball to the jack wins. The butcher ball can be propelled onto court in a variety of ways, throwing, kicking, or by using an assistive device. Agnieszka said, we will show you how to set up the activity. We have already had some very enjoyable games at the social clubs. Putting smiles on people's faces is the best score and reward there is. And we have two photographs on this page uh, showing Agnieszka and Emil with their certificates. And there's one of Emil with medal from Active Lives Boccia Tournament in Stowmarket back in July. Blink Active Suffolk Site, coming soon in 2024. We are launching a new active, accessible sport and recreational activities group for our Suffolk site beneficiaries of all ages and abilities. Our aim is to enable our beneficiaries with a visual impairment to meet like-minded people and to make new friendships through our organised activities and experiences throughout the year. Listed below are some of the possible ideas for 2024. Boccia, 10-pin bowling, tennis, swimming, group walks, museum visits, cinema or theatre trips, flower arranging, sailing, pottery experiences and art classes. If you or someone you know are interested in joining any of our activities, please contact us on 01473 611 or email info at suffolksite.org.uk. Keep an eye out on our social media for up and coming events. Visually Impaired Tennis Lowestoft Town Tennis Club, in partnership with Racket Sports Academy, 
is pleased to offer a new visually impaired tennis session open to anyone with sight loss. Initially, the sessions will run on the first Tuesday of each month, 11.30 till 12.30, and you don't need to have played before. The sessions are played on smaller courts with lower nets. Some courts will also have tactile lines or markers so players can touch them. Players also use an audible tennis ball that makes a noise so that they can hear it bounce and being hit. Equipment can be provided. The session costs £5. Session dates are Tuesday the 5th of December, Tuesday the 6th of February and Tuesday the 5th of March. If you would like to give VI Tennis a go, please get in touch with coach Emily on 07732 600 or email emily at Booking is essential. Are you travelling over Christmas using Greater Anglia? If so, you need to be aware. We have been asked to share some information on behalf of Greater Anglia. Work will shortly commence to replace the lifts on platforms 1 and 2 at Chelmsford Station. The work on platform 2 will begin on the 9th of November and is due to be completed at the end of March 2024. During this time, this lift will be out of action. Work is also taking place to upgrade the lift on platform 1 at Billericay Station. The lift will be out of use from the 2nd of October to the 30th of April 2024. Alternative arrangements will be in place while the work is being carried out. Greater Anglia will have additional staff on hand to support those who may find routes difficult and require additional assistance during this time. If you would like further help and information, please contact Greater Anglia Customer Relations by email contact centre at greateranglia.co.uk or by telephone 0345 600 7245 and select option 8. 2024 Suffolk site large print calendars and diaries. We have the following calendars and diaries in stock an A3 large print wall calendar, and this is for a donation of your choice, a large print pocket diary, A6, for £6.50, a large print midi diary, which is A5, and costs £8.50, and a large print desk diary, A4, for £10.50. Please call our offices to order or for more information. Suffolk Fire and Rescue Service. Is your home safe from fire? The prevention team and firefighters across Suffolk are dedicated to saving lives by working with the community, discussing fire safety and offering advice to eliminate or reduce the risk of fire occurring in the home. The best way to save a life is to prevent a fire in the first place and Suffolk Fire and Rescue Service can offer a free home fire safety check to all those eligible. 
Any resident within Suffolk can request one and they are free of charge. Suffolk Fire and Rescue Service will provide and install a free 10-year smoke alarm or carbon monoxide alarm if necessary. They will give life-saving advice in the event of a fire in your home and help to make a fire escape plan for you and your family. They will also provide advice on identifying fire hazards in the home. To receive free home fire safety advice and to check your eligibility for a free home fire safety check, call 01473 260588 or email fire.businesssupport at suffolk.gov.uk. Page 22. Eye conditions explained. This edition is glaucoma. Glaucoma is a common eye condition where the optic nerve, which connects the eye to the brain, becomes damaged. It's usually caused by fluid building up in the front part of the eye, which increases pressure inside the eye. Glaucoma can lead to loss of vision if it's not diagnosed and treated early. It can affect people of all ages, but is most common in adults in their 70s and 80s. Symptoms of glaucoma. Glaucoma does not usually cause any symptoms to begin with. It tends to develop slowly over many years and affects the edges of your vision, peripheral vision, first. For this reason, many people do not realise they have glaucoma and is often only picked up during a routine eye test. If you do notice any symptoms, they might include blurred vision or seeing rainbow-coloured circles around bright lights. Both eyes are usually affected, although it may be worse in one eye. Very occasionally, glaucoma can develop suddenly and cause intense eye pain, nausea and vomiting, a red eye, a headache, tenderness around the eyes, seeing rings around lights and blurred vision. When to get medical advice. Visit an optician's or a GP if you have any concerns about your vision. If you have glaucoma, Early diagnosis and treatment can help stop your vision getting worse. Without treatment, glaucoma can eventually lead to blindness. If you develop symptoms of glaucoma suddenly, go to your nearest eye casualty unit or A&E as soon as possible. This is a medical emergency that may require immediate treatment. Treatments for glaucoma. It's not possible to reverse any loss of vision that occurred before glaucoma was diagnosed, but treatment can help stop your vision getting worse. The treatment recommended for you will depend on the type of glaucoma you have, but the options are eye drops to reduce the pressure in your eyes, laser treatment to open up the blocked drainage tubes or reduce the production of fluid in your eye, and surgery to improve the drainage of fluid. You'll also probably need regular appointments to monitor your condition and check the treatment is working. And this information has been taken from the NHS website. Finally, we have a poster for our Get Online, Get Connected events in association with Suffolk Libraries. Do you need help with your device? 
whether it's staying in touch with loved ones, shopping online or accessing services, we can offer help and support. Our drop-in sessions are for everyone, whatever your ability. We can offer advice on accessibility and assistive technology. Find out about the latest apps to make life easier for people living with visual impairment. Come along to the Lowestoft Library, Clapham Road South, Lowestoft, NR32 1DR. And our sessions in 2024 will be at 10am till 12 noon on Saturday the 20th of January, Saturday the 17th of February and Saturday the 16th of March and further dates will be arranged. Suffolk Site has two offices. We can be found in Bury St Edmunds at the Disability Resource Centre, 4 Bunting Road, Bury St Edmunds, IP 32 7BX. Our telephone number there is 01284 748800. Our office in Ipswich is at 19 Tower Street, Ipswich IP 1 3BE. And the number there is 01473 611 Our email address is info at suffolksite.org.uk. You can also find us online and on Facebook. Suffolk Site is a charitable incorporated organisation and our charity number is 118 Six zero eight.